We're rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling. What's up? What's up? What's up, Cody? I just got back from Indianapolis late yesterday. Oh, oh. Nice. How was that? Tell us about that. Dude, it was sick. Uh, honestly, like one of the best weekends for comedy that I've had. Nice. Friday was at a, in a sex club, which was wild. Mm-hmm. Uh what is a sex club? What does that mean for like someone like me, the altar boy? <laughs> um, basically, like you enter and there's a lot of rules, but like you enter and on the main floor you have to be dressed and like you know what I mean. Like you can't you can't be naked. Yeah, but if you're upstairs where uh, or in the basement, you're allowed to be naked. And then there's like r- rules like if people are in the room and the door's closed, just leave it alone. If they're in the room and the door's open, you're allowed to watch, but you can't enter the room unless you, they invite you. And even if they invite you in the room, that doesn't mean you can start touching unless they say it's okay. You know what I mean? No, that makes a lot of sense. Those are great rules to have. <laughs> yeah. And then but there's like an entire orgy room, but you can't go into that room at all unless you're like going in with a partner, you know what I mean? It's like well. take a penny, leave a penny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take an orgasm, leave an orgasm. You know what I mean? (laughs) So wait, were people like watching the show? Were people fucking? Like what was going on? Yeah, people were watching the show. The show was like the foreplay is what I like Mm. to think. Um, Yeah, like they were uh, like there was a woman who was on a couch next to a guy and she had like she was like on the couch on her knees and she was like watching over her shoulder and the guy was just like rubbing her bare ass and spanking it periodically throughout the show. <laughs> um, That's but awesome. like, but nobody was the fucking started happening afterwards. I got a tour from the owner of the business after the show, mm. and uh, she was just like explaining all the rules and everything to do with the club. And like, I, while we were doing the court tours, we stopped by a room where the door was open, and where I just like locked eyes with this woman, like giving a man a hand job and stuff. <laughs> nice. And then a few minutes later, during the tour, she like walked by with a bunch of uh, sanitary wipes. You know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it was a pretty cool place. <laughs> but how did the set go? The set was fun. They loved my, or they hated my period stuff. <laughs> well, they hated, they hated and loved. Like they hated it, but I think like once I got into, basically once I said the bicycle part, they were kind of more on board. <laughs> but it was, it was just interesting. They were really interactive. Uh, I heard they were pretty chill. I heard that at the last, at the last show, there was a woman getting eaten out throughout the whole show. That's hilarious. Damn. And I heard the show before that there was a woman that got annoyed with one of the comics. So to help heckle him, she just kept making herself come during his set. <laughs> one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting way to heckle. That's, a, um, that's amazing. I, well, they didn't teach that at ACI. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like for, I mean, honestly, it wasn't like that. Crazy. It was like a mix and also like a mixture of age. I figured it would all be like older people, but there were like younger people there too. It was like just like a hodgepodge of folks. It's such a unique nice. like stand up experience. That's so awesome. 
Dude, it was crazy. It was cool. Um, after that, the next night was a pop-up comedy show. There's an, a national organization across the country called Don't Tell Comedy. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Nambla. no it's called don't tell comedy and like uh basically it does like pop-up comedy shows where you buy the tickets online and the day of the show they tell you where the show is but you don't know the lineup until it happens. And then afterwards they email you everybody's like socials and stuff in case you like them or whatever. They do that. They do that out here too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and that one I performed for the, uh, I performed for a sold out crowd. I think it was like 50 people or something in a little tiny where store, like a little warehouse type deal and fucking killed. Nice. And then the next night, I did this thing called the Sunday show, which is like a big deal in Indianapolis. Like it's uh, like I opened for the, the main dude that headlined Sunday. He's like got like millions of TikTok followers and shit like that. Like he's a pretty big deal in stand up. sold out like four shows in Indianapolis the night before and stuff like that. And I fucking, and that room was standing room only because it packed out so hard. And uh, I murdered that too. Hell yeah. It felt really good, man. And the comics were super, like, I'm basically welcome in the Midwest now. They're like, you have to come back and stuff. Like, It was a really, it felt really good. Everyone was so cool. I ate really good. I had a good weekend, you know? Nice. I'm happy for you, man. You said you hadn't been doing um, shows in a while, right? Yeah. January or December was pretty light on shows for me. But that's okay, because starting February 1st, I've got like the most jam-packed month of comedy I've ever had in my life. I'm doing multiple shows every single week throughout the month. Nice. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying I remember last year you were like, February is going to be like my biggest, you know, my biggest month. Like, is it even, are you doing even more shows than that, I guess is my question. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, like I'm doing one show the first week, two shows the second week. Like four or five shows the third week, and then one show the fourth week, which is like uh, not common for me in the sense that like I'm doing all of them local, you know? Oh, that's all local. Wow, nice. Yeah, it's the most like out of uh, other than the week where I'm doing five shows, that's going to be like across the state, but. That's it's the most shows I've ever produced in Morgantown in one month. And it's just the kind of thing where like touring comedians just happened to be coming through coming nearby and hit me up. And I was like, uh, let's experiment and see how well attended these shows are. If I book more, you know, book this many, you know, it, Hopefully it goes well for me. Yeah, if you're listening to this commies support me this in February, I'll need it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, excited for that shit, man. That sounds awesome. No, but I've got like dope comic, really cool comics coming through from all over the country. It's really exciting. Nice. You know what wasn't a really cool comic? (gasps) (laughs) 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 No, no, you will not take this from me. What's a cool comic? (laughs) Oh, you do it, Anthony. I forgot. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking over this one. (laughs)
Guys, what's up? Welcome to Comics and Crawler. <laughs> yeah, try to do that, Jake. Whoa. <laughs> Today we are talking about a cool comic, a motherfucking Spider-Man comic. Um, we talked about the Spider-Man movie with our good friend Austin, but you could listen to that episode after this, maybe. Um, but we, we, I don't think we've ever talked about a Spider-Man comic. And this one is my fucking, I think it's my favorite Spider-Man comic. Really? Okay, that, like, all jokes aside, that is absurd. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'm a fan. Uh, Spider-Man isn't my favorite superhero. Uh-huh. I'd say, like, uh, he ranks. He's, like, a good middling, upper middle in, like, the ranking of my favorite superheroes. I put him upper middle. You're allowed to be wrong. I put him upper middle for me. Uh, he's number one for me. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> um, but that being said, and I'm not saying that it's a bad comic in the slightest, but to say it's your number one comic is kind of crazy. My number one number Spider-Man, one Spider-Man comic. comic. Yeah, but still. Oh, That yeah. in itself is kind of crazy. I would do Spider-Man. I would choose Spider-Man Blue over this. Yeah, Spider-Man Blue is a great one too, but but let me set it up for a second. So this, we're specifically talking about J. Michael Straczynski and John Romita Jr. Uh, did a run starting in 2001. The run lasted for years. We're talking about like the first like six issues, six or seven issues. It's So it's issues like 30 to 35 or something like that of The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I think the arc might be called Evolve or Die, uh, but the whole thing is that it's... Uh, Spider-Man, it's kind of like a new status quo for Spider-Man. Like, this was out in, like, 2001. So I guess they, like, not rebooted or anything, but kind of did something fresh when the movie was coming out to, like, it's not tied into the movie in any way, but it's, like, a newer Spider-Man. So, like, they changed things. Like, in this one, the whole story is that... Mary Jane had just left him. Yeah, so, like, there's a different status quo. So he's not with Mary Jane right now. And what's going on is that he's, like, a high school teacher. He decides to, like, teach high school... Um, he's not like doing shit for the Daily Bugle or anything. Um, but this old guy comes to town named Ezekiel and he pretty much is like, Hey, uh, Peter Parker, like, you know, I know how you got your powers, but it might not be the way you think it is. And they introduce like this thing with like the spider totems and stuff. And then there's this other guy named Morlin, who's like a vampire type like thing. Like he absorbs like, uh, animal totem. Like if you're like a hero or villain or something, he could like take your powers it's weird, but like he like he needs Spider Man's like life force to survive, and that's this arc. It like starts like this whole longer like Spider Man arc that lasted for years. But you guys really don't like it, right? Like that's crazy. Like that's I, not this true. Is my I, 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 I no, liked, I liked it a I lot. I just I liked it. I liked it a lot. Even I just uh, when oh, you okay. said you it's made- your favorite <laughs> Spider Man comic, I was shocked. Oh. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. Maybe maybe I could... Like, yeah, I like it. It's just, like, not my favorite comic from Spider-Man. That's fair. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's probably it's probably not a lot of people's favorites, honestly. But, um, so, like, what was your impression of it? Like, what? how did you guys feel about this, about this one? Because there's a lot of new stuff in this one. That's what I want to emphasize. Like, it's, like, a very easy place to, like, jump on if you've never read a Spider-Man comic. I'll agree with you there. Yeah. Easy to jump on. Um, Ezekiel's story was a little confusing in the sense that, like, I thought he was weak. I just thought that, yeah, that like that plot point was weak. Like, how did he get his powers? Well, you'll, you'll eventually find stuff like that out. It's just like you know <laughs> no, the introduction I of won't. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I already know. Like, I as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I know the number I'm giving it. It's not bad, but like, no, nah, it's not getting a six for me. 
there are things that I liked. Some of the art I really couldn't get behind. I know there's John Romita Jr. Senior. Yeah, John Romita Jr. 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 Just wasn't my favorite art. So it's not the most amazing art ever. I'll, I'll give that for sure. Like it, it's a style maybe not everyone likes, and it, it could be crude sometimes. Is maybe a good way to describe it. Crude, crude. Yeah, I don't know. Like Spider Man yeah. can look a bit weird sometimes, doing. but sometimes he, yeah. it looks fucking awesome. Like it's a hit or miss. I agree. There are some panels that are like really cool, but then there's ones where it's like he's crazy. Like, blah, and it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> 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 I feel you on that one. But uh, no, yeah, it wasn't like I don't think it was a bad comic. It just wasn't my. It didn't. It, it wasn't bussing for me. It wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't. Morlin it was kind of like a one-note villain. He was very Morbius-esque. I actually would have rather they just made it Morbius. Yeah, he's yeah. got. Uh, yeah, he's very similar to Morbius in, yeah. in in appearance and motive. I would have rather like Morbius, like someone tell Morbius also like, "Hey, you're, you're a bat totem," and then he's like, "Oh, cool, I can take other totem." Ooh, that would be interesting. And yeah. Also, like the name Morlin, more Morbius. They might have. I think they should have just went with Morbius. Why introduce this? I don't know, exact same. Yeah, I wonder if they were ever meant to tie in together. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I would rather just Morbius. That alone might have made it a lot better for me, I think. If the villain was Morbius? Mm. Yeah, because it was really, it was also like, have you, you guys have never seen Vampire in Brooklyn? Or even just like any Dracula? No, with Eddie Murphy, no. Yeah, like, well, or even just like Dracula, like they all have their familiars, you know? Like that Mm -hmm. that dude Dex was clearly Moreland's familiar until the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, that I liked, but then like, once again, like that's very Dracula esque. You should have just went with Morbius. So that's a big critique of mine. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I feel like, yeah, exactly. They could have added more to the Morbius lore or done more to like make it just the, my, my beefs with it were just like Moreland was like a very one note and he was very, it just like, what was it? Why should I care about Moreland? You know what I mean? Like I just liked how Moreland like beat the shit out of Spider-Man and it wasn't like someone that he could just easily beat. You know, like Spider-Man always gets his ass kicked and you kind of like to see that. We've talked about that. Like you kind of want to yeah. see Spider-Man yeah. down on his luck. You know, not I liked really him getting winning. His ass kicked. I yeah, the that's, fights were, were pretty sweet, honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I liked. Yeah. No, the fights were cool. For sure. So I get what you're saying. Like Moreland is, and like Moreland, they'll do. They do more stuff. Jake's saying no, he won't. But they do more <laughs> stuff with Moreland. You know, as the series goes on, um, and Moreland is still around to this day. You know, like he's a he's a villain that dies and comes back. It's it actually ties into Spider Verse. That's why I think this run is actually really important. If you're like. You know, you like the movies and stuff. And you think like, Moreland's going to be in the Spider-Verse? It's very possible. So, like, <sighs> what this is what eventually happens with Moreland. Like, it, 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 maybe it'll make you like him more. Maybe it'll make you even give less of a Andy, shit. we're not talking about what eventually happens. We're talking about the run we just read. Right, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, there are characters that, that are still around to this day. Like, Ezekiel doesn't really pop up too much. Good, good. But I, okay, so here's my question about Ezekiel. Okay, actually, before that. So, like, maybe I like this comic so much is because it's, like, literally one of the first comics, like, I ever read that I had in, like, a collected edition. Like, I have it in, like, this, like, nice hardcover. And it was, like, when the first Spider-Man movie came out, and I didn't really have any other comics. And, like, I read this, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, the comics are kind of way cooler than the movie was. Like, the movie had, like, Green Goblin, and the movie was awesome. 
but it was really cool as a kid to see like Moreland beating the shit out of Spider-Man. And, and I guess that's like stuck in my brain. So I just think he's like, as like an 11 year old or 12 year old, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. so I can't get over that. One of the things I liked is that when I saw the cover of one of the comics, I had the whole trade back in the day. I distinctly remember nice. getting wet in the, somewhere in my house. Like the book got wet. Was your mom reading it? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Jesus. No, no. Don't apologize, Anthony. That was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Give me, don't you ever apologize. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved that. <laughs> I don't think that would turn you on as much as you think it would. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude trust me I've thought about your mom wet before don't you <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> if you're listening oh. Mrs. FH <laughs> oh she is not listening <laughs> oh, I'm glad for it <laughs> yeah I wouldn't want my mom listening to the podcast either honestly yeah me either <laughs> Our mom should not be listening to the podcast. <laughs> well, we stand united, gentlemen. It's crazy that we have had parents listen to our podcast. That is true, though. Yeah, yeah, we've had parents. My father-in-law listened to the podcast. Well, I guess both my uh, in-laws listen to the podcast. Oh, see, there you go. My sister listens to the podcast, and brother-in-law. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, this is a slight change of subject, but I want to bring this up. Real, just. Just real fast. Yeah. Um, KO turned 13 over the weekend, man. Oh, I have a shit. teenager. Nice. I have a teenage son. That's crazy. Yeah. KO, if you're listening, happy birthday, dude. dude, <laughs> dude what, oh, if, what if one day KO like rose up to like challenge you in the comedy sphere? Yeah. Dude, that, that Nepo baby. Nepo baby. Oh, Nepo baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the nepotism I can provide him. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> all of that financial security I got, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just like Peter Parker. Huh? It's relatable. He seems relatable. Oh, that is actually, that has always been one of my favorite things. That I've always connected with Peter Parker on is that we're both poor. <laughs> I don't want to overuse that. Uh, no, no, I really do like, I love J. Michael Straczynski's writing. Like that's, he's also a writer like I would follow at Marvel, but with this series, right? Like he has this and there, there's some really good arcs. Like this arc has when he gets like the spider armor from Iron Man and the whole Civil War thing where he like reveals to everyone he's Peter Parker. But it also has like some batshit insane stuff. Like there's a there's an arc not too long after this where you find out um, Norman Osborn like impregnated Gwen Stacy and what? they had kids. Oh, it's so fucked up. And like That's Marvel crazy. like buried it until recently. They like brought it back. Like you thought it was gone, but they're like, no, guess what? They're still alive. And you're like, why did you bring it back? <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Marvel, you should have left that berry. Yeah, you should have never done it. And then at the end of it, of course, it's the whole thing where Aunt May dies and uh, Mephisto gets rid of Spider-Man's marriage. That made J. Michael Straczynski quit Marvel. He's like, fuck it. You guys made me do that? Fuck it. Like, I'm done. I'm done. 
Damn. So I respect him for that. Like, I just love him as a writer. Like, what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about like the dialogue in this? Like, I feel like it's, I like it. Oh, I mean, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. That's like, honestly, probably my favorite part. Like, I feel like he gets Peter Parker and Spider-Man's voice perfect. Aunt May's voice perfect, you know? No, it was, the characters were all extremely true to form. Right. I would just like to read this guy's writing involving spider characters we know know and love rather than Moreland. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. I agree. The thing about his run is that like he doesn't he doesn't use like a lot of the characters that you think like just because like storyline wise like Doc Ock isn't around for some reason. Uh, Venom he doesn't really use. It's weird, but like I don't know his, his I like his run a lot because again like he gets the character of Peter Parker and Spider Man like perfect. But question I, I had a question before Ezekiel like when you guys are reading it. Do you feel like he's he feels like Uncle Ben or that he's supposed to be Uncle Ben? Spider Ben. I guess. I actually I actually thought it was Spider Man from the future. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. thought it was Spider Man from the I future too. Spider-Man from the future. Honestly. I like Spider Ben though. That's cool. <laughs> Spider Ben. Yeah. Ezekiel's all right. I don't know. Like, I just don't give a shit. I actually I'll be honest, I didn't like it because I really thought it took away from like like, wait, there's other Spider-Man, but he got his powers in a different manner. It's like, nah, I kind of want their... Because I do like Spider-Man. He's actually, like, he's not one of my favorites. But I do like him in, in, as a comic book character. And, uh, mm. I yeah, like I that, do too. You feel like having double, like, the powers was kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah, a lot of people, I'm sure, at the time also, and I've heard this too about the run, like, they don't like that they add that and that, like, it changes the origin, like... But but like I guess to his credit, uh, uh, J. Michael Trzinski, he taught he like gives Peter the lines and he's like he's like yeah you know maybe it was a radioactive spider or maybe the spider was a magical spider. He's like it really doesn't even matter. Like I'm still fucking Spider Man, you know. Like, but he is purposely trying to change it, and it goes even further where he I guess he eventually gets like organic webbing. Dude, he's yeah. He, I don't know. He's just changing the lore. He's he does he's sucking, yeah. He's sucking the lore out of Spider Man more like a Lorbius, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Lorbius. Yeah, Lorbius. <laughs> <laughs> he just travels from comic to timeline, yeah. sucking the lore it's out of characters. Like characters. <laughs> yeah, he just sucks the lore out of things. <laughs> yeah, people forget where they come from. Yeah, well, people start talking about like Lord of the Rings, and they're like, "Wait, but like," and they try to go to the like, character's backstory, but they just forget it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> of lore beings. nerds everywhere just start fainting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like when all the mutants get attacked in X-Men and Charles Xavier is like focusing on them. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I liked the fighting. Yes. Great fight scenes. I also liked when he got away because he's like, I'm about to die. So he calls, tries to call MJ and he calls Aunt May and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty cool moment. MJ let that shit go straight to voicemail. She didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Dude, she don't want no scrubs. Dude, Ooh. Peter Parker is a scrub? Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. How dare when, you? When wow. Lorbius is involved, he oh, is. Shit. When when J. Michael Straczynski <laughs> changes the lore, <laughs> Lord Peter Lord. becomes a scrub. Oh, no. Peter Parker bitten by a radioactive scrub. <laughs> don't, don't talk shit about Peter Parker, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's a close personal oh, friend of mine. Shit. 
shit. Oh, is this Spider Man? We're talking to Spider Man. Spider Man. Where's up, guys? Well, I mean, I, he's over there. I mean, I'm in Queens, you know, so I figured, who's this asshole doing a podcast? Oh, shit. Uh, Spider Man, is this your first time doing a, spodca- a podcast? Ooh. Yeah, you know, I've done a few podcasts. J. Jonah Jameson has a podcast where, you know, it's kind of right wing, so I don't like to go on it too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> hey, I, only it's, uh, I feel like that's the same exact thing somebody would say about Joe Rogan's podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been on that one too. Spider Man, <laughs> I got to ask a question. Do you smoke chronic? Hell yeah, man. Like, what? Like, it's legal in New York now. Well, will you smoke with us right now? Ooh, can we get a moment like, uh, kind of like the kiss from Spider Man 1, but with you smoking weed? Oh, yeah. Like, you just pull the mask up just barely above your nose. Like a hit of a bowl or something? Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could smoke right here. Hey, man. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Uh, You know what else I liked included in this? What? A school shooting. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cody's laughing maniacally at that. I was waiting for one of you guys to bring it up like that. I forgot about it, honestly. Dude, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Because I didn't know when this comic book came out. So when I read about the school shooting, I was like, uh, I, I knew they would start incorporating this kind of stuff into comics. You know what I mean? And then I fucking won. Yeah. Um, then I looked up what, when it came out and I was like, Jesus Christ. They would not have the balls to do that in a Spider-Man comic. Now I guarantee it. They won't have a Spider-Man saving a school shooting. You know, like that's that. Yeah, it's one of them. It's like, you know, because his day job is the high school teacher. So it's happening like while he's teaching. Yeah. Uh, actually, was he? Uh, it was, I think, the second issue. It might have been. Like yeah. 31. Or 31. It was either 31 or 32. Oh, that's what, a, what, what a crazy moment. And it's just like a scared kid. And, you know, they try to comment on that, too. Yeah, like a kid who gets beat up every day snaps. Oh, yeah. wow. I, oh, I read every single one except for this one you're talking about. You guys are talking about issue 31. Yeah. Right? I read 30, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. Oh, you skipped one? Damn. See, that's why you're missing one. You're missing a piece of the masterpiece. Oh. Is that the one timeout? All jokes aside. <laughs> Would that one actually make me change my Joe Pesci? No, probably not. You know, yo, it has a school shooting but in it. it. Of course, it would. Serious, Wait, damn, laughing at school shootings. Yeah, dude, we don't do that, bro. What? Yeah, fucking Alex Ross over here, Cody Cannon. <laughs> It's me, Alex Ross. Uh, I'm good with my hands. <laughs> I, I told to call you Alex Jones. Anyways. Did you guys read the 9-11 issue? Yes, I did. And it's fucking... <laughs> so I had, had like so legit, stupid. It was so stupid. And like... Ugh. Just, yeah, kind of, and then of course, like Doom crying was ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. St- oh, it was like, like Doom, Magneto, and Kingpin. Kingpin, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> just, yeah. Even the villains wept. And Spider Man's like, I, I could have never imagined this. It's like, dude, like you fight Galactus and shit. Like, what? <laughs> like, 
You couldn't imagine a plane hitting a building? Like, that happens a lot in, like, x <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like, wait, so are, like, jihadist terrorists worse than, like, Dr. Doom? <laughs> I mean... Apparently, that's how you thwart the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, and every single character in the Marvel yeah. Universe. Osama Bin Laden, I guess, power level is maxed out in the Marvel oh, yeah, Universe, we guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you're right. Actually, not only is his power level maxed out, you're talking about strategy, which means, like, for whatever reason, his He outsmarted Reed Richards, Tony yeah, Stark, exactly. Professor Xavier. Like, his plans have more success that's right than like Kang the Conqueror Thanos is like he can like Osama Bin Laden executed his plan <laughs> yeah it's secrecy to the max oh, oh my shit. god is some is Osama Bin Laden like a, a level five he must be a mutant he must be a mutant uh-huh. at the very yeah, least like, to outsmart every single it's fucked up but apparently like it's there in the writing it's the subtext you know we're not making this up no, and so you know it begs the question like do we have to add another name to the list of comic well, book creators who are seemingly involved with 9-11? You already know, Anthony. This is something I've been looking into for weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> the evidence is jarring, to say the least. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cody, you sound so disappointed. Oh, no, I'm just high as hell. I'm so high, too. I've, I didn't smoke much over the weekend. Oh, that's a lie. Actually, I smoked a lot. <laughs> I didn't drink much over the weekend. <laughs> no, but there was other stuff I wanted to talk about, too. I wanted to talk about. I just felt like I I, I liked Dex. I felt bad for him the entire time, but I liked the way he would just like randomly insert like, uh, will you kill me? Um, <laughs> like in, in the middle of conversation. And he's like, not yet Moreland or whatever. Yeah. I liked that. Oh, that, that was another thing I liked about Moreland. Like, and, and I think it did add more than just like, he's like just some villain trying to beat him. He like tells, he tells Spider-Man, he's like, this is not personal. He's like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I just need to eat. Like, I'm just doing this to absorb your shit. Like I'm not, I don't have anything against you. Like you just have to accept it. Yeah. So they gave Spider-Man his own personal Galactus. <laughs> Galact, huh? Like he's just an unstoppable force that needs to yeah. feed. Yeah. I like the way he beats him. I think it's pretty clever. Oh, see that I thought was like once again as far like you're not pure. This comic wasn't quite it, but there were times where it teetered on being edge lordy. <laughs> well, it was 2001, so that was how it was, especially I mean, at Marvel. Yeah, I guess I guess 9/11 was pretty edge lord when you think about it. <laughs> 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 was <laughs> was ISIS just being a bunch of edge lords on 9/11? <laughs> 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 Um, (laughs) 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 all you history buffs out there wasn't isis it was al-qaeda oh whatever man yeah you're mixing up two you're mixing up your edgelords man (laughs) that'd be hilarious like people stop calling them terrorists because start calling them edgelords (laughs) edgelords The Edgelord group ISIS has announced. (laughs) (laughs) You see the most recent Edgelord heading video? Dude, you know what's so funny? Or not funny, but well, all. all. (laughs) 
You guys remember the January 6th edgelord attack? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Um, I was going to say fucking... Oh, I I was telling people, like, I don't know about you, but yeah, like, going back to your beheading comment, I remember being in, like, eighth grade, (laughs) like, freshmen in high school were, like, showing me, like, beheading videos on, like, the the internet. That's when the internet was just... Like death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? Why? When we were young, were we like we want to watch people die online? Yeah. I've seen I'm not sure thing. I wanted to. I just had friends that were like, "You ever seen this shit?" I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Me either. Yeah. No, I don't watch it now. But I just simply remember being like 13, 14, and people be like, "Dude, check this out." I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, I didn't actively seek that shit out. It was always like a friend's house, and they're like, it was always once friend specific. John Paul, if you're listening, you're probably oh, not. Shit. Fuck you. Always oh, showing me fucked up videos. Two girls. Jared on, used to home. share that kind of shit. Yeah, you know what? Jared still does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. We can probably edit some of that out. <laughs> There's a lot we could edit from the last few minutes. You're watching beheadings. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Why is washing beheadings the thing that's going too far? <laughs> yeah, not me laughing at school shootings. I'm only, I'm not laughing at people like the loss and stuff. I'm mostly just laughing because it's insane that it still happens so frequently. It's like, yeah, if you don't, well, if you don't laugh, what else are you going to do? Yeah, cry. Would that would that appease you, commies? Yeah, if I was just crying, crying? <laughs> yeah. Vote vote in the comments. Do you want to see Cody cry? <laughs> I mean, I really laugh. I laugh at f- fucked up and dark shit. Like that's. I feel like a lot of people are like that. That's how I deal with that kind of shit. It's not good. It's not cool. But laughing like helps you like process that shit. First I don't off, know. laughing is cool. And secondly, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm the laughing is cool. The stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, if Doctor Doom can cry, so can Cody. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it just boggles my mind that he's crying about 9/11 of all things. Like Doom has done way worse. Maybe he had personal connections to 9/11. <laughs> yeah, maybe the pilots <laughs> were his friends. <laughs> Damn. They were a lot variant. <laughs> oh yeah, what if some Latvian citizens got? You know what? That'd be a cool like Doctor Doom like goes to take out Al Qaeda type thing. That might have been cool twenty years ago, dude. <laughs> it's really cool. It starts yeah. with like George W. Bush talking to a shadow, and it's Doom in the corner of the Oval Office. <laughs> oh shit! That's how you um, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Marvel, if you're listening, we got some ideas. <laughs> yeah, give us the reins, dude. We've been saying it for a long time now. I think we've arrived at the um, Joe Pesci Nexus. Yeah, I think now is the pivotal moment. The time yeah. has come. The Joe Pesci Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Joe, Joe Pesci, Pesci Nexus. Nexus. It is a rip in time and space itself. A dimension where only Joe Pesci exists. Yep. On a scale of one to six. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? This is a tough one. Though. Not for me, but so you guys. 
I'll go first because I know I I, I mean I know what I'm going to give it, and I know you guys aren't going to give it this, so it doesn't even Ooh. fucking matter. I'm giving it a six. I mean, you you guys should have seen this coming a mile away. <laughs> I mean, Spider Man's my favorite superhero. Uh, this was like a pivotal comic for me, like for reading more comics, for reading all of Spider-Man, for, you know, just falling in love with the Spider-Man character and just like, I don't know, like this book just is so special to me as like a comic reader, you know? So it's like, it's it's just a six. Like it's just, will always be a six. I've read it so many times. I have it collected like a million different ways, you know? It's just that comic for me. Even if it's not like, objectively not a perfect comic and it definitely has like flaws and the run is like super weird sometimes but i love this shit i do want to so you're saying six right sorry i didn't mean to interrupt easy six i knew you were giving this six yeah of course um i do want to (laughs) say i do want to say it being like one of your first big like pivotal comic moments makes a lot of sense for you as a person (laughs) (laughs) wait why do you say that yeah i don't know i just I can see I can see how this was like a formative comic to you. Maybe okay, so for instance, there was a moment in the school shooting specifically, there was a scene where Peter Parker uh is like I move with lightning speed. He's like without even thinking, I put myself between them and the bullets. Uh I don't care what happens or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like Anthony is that you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, you Anthony would sacrifice himself like Spider-Man? Yeah. Anthony, would you? Would yeah, I'd probably do that. I used to work in a daycare. I would definitely do that. No, I just honestly, no. I, I, all I'm saying is like, I, I feel like it makes sense that Spider-Man is your favorite superhero and that this run was a pivotal run for you. I don't know. I was just like, I, you know what I'm saying? Or you are trying to implant the idea in my mind that I should sacrifice myself when bullets are flying at my friends and loved ones. So that in the event we're hanging out and bullets are coming your way, I'm going to be like, no, Cody. (laughs) (laughs) I see you, Cody Feige. And I I approve. I approve. (laughs) (laughs) No, I genuinely, no, it makes sense. I I, I always relate to Peter Parker. If you're saying that, that's like, I, I see that as like the awesomest thing. Like, a dream of mine is to one day write a Spider-Man comic. Like, I feel like I could do it. Like, I'm a kid from the Bronx. Like, I, you know, like, Peter Parker's a kid from Queens. There's not going to be a big difference. Like, let someone from there write it, you know? Like, let me write it, Ooh. Marvel, because you're listening to this episode. Dude, Anthony's going to write it one day. I know this to be too. You should just write one. One day. Even if it's one issue, I just want to write, like, I I just want to write once. You, you should, no one's stopping you from writing it. You yeah, dude, write a run. Ideas. I have I have an idea for like an arc and I have an idea for like a little one shot that if I got a chance to like write like a few pages of a you know, like there's always like an a like annual or something where like multiple writers get a story in there and like it's maybe only three or four pages. Like I have a story idea for like both, but like that's like a pipe dream, you know? But I have a you know, I have ideas written down. Write it. Yeah, write it is what I'm saying. Like just I'm, just do it. It. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to do Let's it. do it. Like as a spec script type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll talk to you guys about it, not in a recording, but. No. We're yeah. No, I don't want to give away my. Share it with the commies. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jake, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, you go. I'm interested to see what you're going to give it. Okay. So, I. <sighs> if I'm being honest, I have. Growing up, Spider Man was one of my. Uh, least favorite 
least favorite or one of my most favorite. Sorry. Growing up, especially because of the 90s cartoon, Spider-Man was one of my favorite characters. And I always loved Peter Parker. And I never felt like, but I never connected with him. It makes sense that you do. I never (laughs) was like, I'm like, I was never like, I'm Peter Parker. You weren't like a nerdy kid. I was nerdy. I was pretty nerdy, but I always connected more. Honestly, I always felt more in line with somebody like Wolverine (laughs) or beast. Okay. (laughs) I felt, I felt more like them than I did like Peter. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. If it was like a Spider-Man Wolverine team up. Yeah. We could pull that off. (laughs) Ooh. So anyway, regardless, but with over time, I feel like, like as I've grown, gotten older, I feel like my love of Spider-Man has like waned a little bit. And if I'm being honest, while I love some things about the MCU, I kind of feel like, uh, spy- the Spider-Man trilogy was, wasn't that great. Uh, no, uh, I agree. The Tom I agree. Holland one. Yeah. 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 Tom Holland is is has a lot of strength strengths as Peter Parker uh, and Spider Man. I, I don't think he's he's not my favorite, but I don't think he's he's terrible. a mid Spider Man dog. He's maybe mid. no, I think mid. he's a little bit better than that. Swaggy is what we call. Him. He, I, I, I thought <laughs> in No Way Home he really like showed that he he could be the character. Like I'm excited to see him play Spider Man going forward. Like, but I agree that the trilogy wasn't that strong. Yeah, it didn't slap like Tobey Maguire's trilogy. No, well, the first two movies. Yeah, but I mean, that's not to say like, yeah, three sucks, but there's still, still some cool shit in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Agreed. Yeah. But um. so anyway, what I'm saying is uh, for some reason, my and, and so like I was having a hard time getting motivated to read this comic. Uh-oh. I wanted to breeze through it and cause I, I bought some other comics. I was more excited to read and this felt like a chore. That no, it didn't feel like a chore for me. Well, what's the fuck? It's good. <laughs> okay, but that being said, once I got into it, I actually really enjoyed this run. And while if it wasn't for like me just not really caring about Morlin or Ezekiel, I, I probably would have given this run more or given this more. But I'm gonna say five. Nice. That's crazy. It's too generous. Four is my number. Nice. Ah, uh, you suck. <laughs> it was a four as soon as I finished reading it. I was like, eh, four. I thought about giving it less, but I really loved, I really loved reading Peter's voice in this. That was a big selling point for me. How much I enjoyed Peter being Peter. And I liked, uh, even though it's kind of depressing, I liked that he, he was down on his luck. I liked that he was basically, this is, he was in his divorcee era. You know what I mean? Like yeah, MJ wasn't around. Yeah. He was trying to figure out what was next for his life. I kind of enjoyed all of that. And that's what like really boosted it is that I felt like my love. And while this wasn't my favorite spider story, I do feel like it kind of reading this run kind of reminded me why I like Peter Parker so much. Nice. I like that a lot. Oh, we didn't talk about the very end where Peter goes to his apartment, he's passed out, and then uh, Aunt May walks in on him and he's in his spider outfit and now she knows he's Spider-Man. That was cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But Marvel did not like that and they had to retcon that years later because it like ate away at them for some reason. Marvel be retconning. All right, well... It seems like Jake's tapped. I'm not. I'm just high. Jake Tapper over here. Jake Tapper? <laughs> yeah. No, I just stand by, I, you know, it was good. It wasn't like great. 
and it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't bad. It's better than a three. Can't wait till I purposely give uh, what the Banshees a different score. That would be Ooh. that would reflect more poorly on you. Yeah, That's maybe, crazy. maybe it will, but As maybe it'll teach you guys a lesson. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Anthony trying to bully uh, us so into <laughs> trying to bully us into giving it a I better would say score. Nine times out of ten, whatever I suggest to read, you guys are like, oh, you know, I got I had to read it, and it, it was all right. Uh-huh. It was all right. Well, why do you <laughs> keep suggesting mid-level yeah. stuff? Then? Listen, even if I don't completely enjoy, <laughs> listen, come on. Uh, I wasn't complaining about like, the like Kelly, Joel Osman and Kevin Spacey. Pay it forward, Jay. Just pay I forward. wasn't. Com- I, I wasn't p- complaining no, no, about the forward. reading it. For me, I was just like having issues with my computer. No, my feelings. It didn't hurting. reflect. It's fine. It's fine. It didn't reflect yeah, the quality I of the story. Think less of you because of these suggestions. Yeah, I'm and honestly I, I, grateful. I, I didn't even know I skipped 31. I read everyone <laughs> but 31. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll write it in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, <laughs> you gave long Halloween. Each of us gave long Halloween a six, and you get you're saying this is on par with long Halloween. I don't, I hate to say this, but like, what? I might like it, I might you like, like it, it more. Better? I don't it, like it's, it's just, I can't get, like I said, I can't. I think get, you just like Spider Man so much. I love Spider Man, and I just can't get rid of like that nostalgia and that like place it has in my heart. Yeah, this is like the comic book that got him into comics. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's also like one of the few comic books like I remember like my parents actually like getting for me when I was a kid, and like they came home from Costco one day and they're just like, here you go, Spider Man comic. I was like, yeah, cool. I don't know. It just like you know, I just can't. You, I can't take that aspect away. Like I said, objectively, it definitely isn't as good of a comic as the Long Halloween, <laughs> but still, it gets a six. It's just okay. the way the Joe yeah. Pesci scale. Also, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe Pesci scales a wild it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I'd also like to say, like I, I highly recommend it as a purchase, as like a good starting point for if you're a Spider-Man fan, start there because you can literally start there and read all the way up to modern day Spider-Man, which I have. That's not a brag. I just love Spider-Man. I re- <laughs> That's read- not a brag. <laughs> <laughs> I just love reading Spider-Man comics, even if they suck or like they do really crazy shit that they should definitely retcon, but they don't. And then they retcon this stuff. Like it doesn't make sense why they Peter Parker can't be married to MJ. You know, like we want to see that. Like, wh- why is that such like a hard thing to give him? You know, like it's just like I don't know. It's always like you know what I mean. It's always like Peter needs his him. MJ, like Anthony needs his Emily. You know, and there we go. <laughs> exactly, my MJ. Her initials, well, M, well, oh, under her original yeah. initials, <laughs> J, but MJ, whatever. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I know you guys care, have zero fucks. Like you don't care about this at all, but, and, and I don't think a lot of people care and I don't really care either until, uh, Brobot is his name on Instagram. He was DMing me when I was talking about, uh, reading this Spider-Man run. Yeah. My boy, Zach. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so did you hear for the Madam Web movie that's coming out? <laughs> so Sony is doing a Madam Web movie. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Madam Web. Um, but the but the storyline for that movie might be is that Morlin um, is going through the Spider Verse trying to kill like baby Peter Parker so that Spider Man never exists or something like that. Um, that's just a rumor, but 
I don't know. That that didn't sound half bad. It's like, okay, now maybe Madam Web sounds like a kind of a cool plot. Because, okay, so in the comics, I was trying to say before, but you were like, no, no, not, you're just talking about this run. Moreland ties into the Spider-Verse. Moreland has a family. He's like the runt of the litter. Like there's, he's part of something called the Inheritors and they just go across the Spider-Verse and like kill spider people. I don't know. Spider-Verse is fucking awesome to me and I love how that all ties in. You know, that's years later that that ties in, but... If you're a fan, if you're not haters like Jake and Cody, Ooh. commies, go read this. You'll love it. And I know, I know, I've talked to a lot of you. You like it. You know, you're going to be like, oh, Jake and Cody, what the fuck, guys? You guys suck. Hey, no, I give it a five. That's not a bad That's score. That's too generous. No, five honestly. is a good score. Five is a good score. I think the highest you could realistically give this is a 4.5. Yeah, well, I'm not you, Jake. <laughs> That's the highest just, you like, could realistically like, Just like a sensible person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in this case, you're the least sensible. There's three of us here. No, I like how, you know, I'm obviously being biased. It's, I think it's a fair it's a fair gamut of the score. You know, guys, I'm just fucking with you guys. But I think that should... Let's wrap it up. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, you chodes. <laughs> Comicsandchronic.com, Spotify, Apple. Give us a rating. We love you. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.